This week's episode is Written in Blood, Bound in Human Flesh. It's Evil Dead from 1981. This actually came about through uh, one of our listeners, uh, Zachary. He brought it up on Facebook. And actually, I, I hadn't even thought about it until he'd, he'd mentioned it. And so I thought we'd throw that one in. Gentlemen, how are we? Just great, thanks. Great? Good. <laughs> now, before we get into what we've been watching, we've also been uh, we're being followed by another podcast on Podomatic. Oh, now They're we've called made it. The Horror Cast. And I picked, I jumped on a couple of their episodes after I'd seen them, and it's quite good stuff, interesting horror stuff. So get more, on that if you can. Uh, more knowledgeable than our sort of show. Oh, no, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Not a you can ask the, like, ask the guy down the street. <laughs> I'm sure he's too oh, What's a horror <laughs> But what have we been watching? Gibbo, uh, you've, you've got a, a light. Very light for light me. Light. Uh, very light. Um, I've been doing a lot of uh, landscaping at my new house, so. The TV's been pretty much off, unfortunately. Um, but I did watch one movie the other day. I tried to watch something good, and then my wife said, how about we watch this other movie instead? <laughs> so I've got a little bit of a challenge for you guys. <laughs> See if you can tell me what this movie is. Okay, I'll read you the cast. Okay. All right. Jason Bateman, Mila Kunis, Kristen Wiig, Ben Affleck, J.K. Simmons, uh, David Koechner, T.J. Miller, Gene Simmons. Any, any Okay, life? um... I, I'm going to say it's a it's a rom com or something well, of that nature. That much was obvious as soon as I said. Um, is it? Um, he's just not that idiot. No, no. It's nothing you've ever heard of in your whole life, right? It's a massive cast though. Like Affleck, J.K. Simmons. There's two Oscars there. Now, hang on. Is it recent? Yeah, I think it's a 2015, maybe. Shit. Um, Wasn't that stupid sketch one that everyone started? Sorry, oh, movie 41. <laughs> 2009. Or movie 43 or whatever it was called. So it's actually got a bit of... Uh, that's surprising. But anyway, I'd never heard of this movie before. It just... My wife's like, yeah, that doesn't look like it's got any action or entertainment or um, <laughs> horror in it. So let's watch that one. She was right about the entertainment, obviously. <laughs> it, it, nothing happens. What was it called? Okay. It's called Extract. Extract? So basically, Jason Bateman's character is the owner of a company that does some kind of like a similar to like a vanilla extract but with like different flavours in it <laughs> and I'm hooked you got <laughs> Mila Kunis is this con woman sort of trying to rip everyone off and is this on Netflix? Ben Affleck's like the drunken drug dealing bartender it's on Netflix alright um, nothing happens hell. from the start of the movie to the finish there's little there's like 11 different plots going on none of them really Mix go up. anywhere there's not much crossover and it's Nothing happens. It's I, I'll probably you lose to an hour and a half of your life, and then you go, "What was that? What the fuck just happened?" I feel like a vanilla milkshake, though. Extra. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I probably would have turned the TV off, picked it up, and said, "I'm taking this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving it to another room." I, yeah. See, I've got a massive problem where if I start watching a movie, I can't not finish can't, it. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, I know so you were just stuck. So that's why you guys love me because he's like, we'll make him start watching this. Yeah, yeah. He'll be fucked. We'll get him two minutes in and then he'll yeah, grumble for the rest of the Yeah, Now, hang on. So, so it, it went nowhere. What did you say to your wife after that? Uh, well, we looked at each other and said that she goes, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> she seriously was the same. She's like, that was just nothing. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was nothing. It was nothing. But it's like, I just right. couldn't believe it. Like uh, Those guys in that in that cast, like I've Affleck, Kim Simmons, yeah, like... I'm a big fan of Batemans. I watch anything he's in. I, yeah. I Somebody at the end of the filming has contacted their agent and done a wonderful job of yeah. getting that covered up. Yeah. One guy gets his not uh, one of his nuts run. shot off, shot off by a fucking like at a like a warehouse accident, 
um, and he's oh. going for compo and it's threatening, threatening to break down the whole extract business. <laughs> it's, it's so random. It's so random. But th- by the end of it, n- yeah, just nothing's happened. Like uh, oh, Jason shit. Bateman's missus is having an affair with the pool boy who's actually a gigolo that he paid to see if she'd cheat on him. <laughs> and then they just keep doing it. Like it's, it's the weirdest movie of all time. Is there a... Is there it's perfectly fine to watch that. You can totally sit there and just watch it and you'd be like, probably have half a grin on your face. So... And then you get to the end and you go, was that the end? So, not a recommend. No, I wouldn't. I could not recommend it okay. in good conscience. No. Okay, well, so, I'll, I'll I just just thought, I thought it was interesting that, because that cast, I was just like... Yeah, well, you expect more from it than that. Yeah. Anyway, that's all for me, guys. Sorry, I'm very fucking light on this week. So. No, that's all right. That's all right. Um, over to you. Sounds like it was interesting, though. It could have yeah, been, it yeah. Different. Yeah, different. Not, not an interesting movie, just an but interesting, just interesting life experience. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to watch Jungle Book with the kids and Riley. Uh, yeah, I watched it. It was a bit too heavy oh, for him. Come on. All right. Yeah. All right. What did I watch? I watched, I finished Scream. Mm. Yeah. No. I, I think that yeah. at the end of the day, this season was worse because it was longer. Yeah. It just, it once again spread ideas even thinner than they already were. Yeah. The 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 finale and the reveal just. I mean, you probably could have picked it, but I didn't even care. It went yeah, I was doing the same. And I, I, I believe they're gonna the they're, they're possibly gonna do a Halloween special to tie up loose ends. Yeah. If I they don't know. get a season three, but geez, I don't. I couldn't see myself on season three. Somehow, Look, I just, I'll be I'll be on board. Again. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on board. No, no, but you are a glutton for punishment. I think I said to you, I didn't. I kind of enjoyed the finale. Mm. But it was already sort of the writing was on the wall, and once the reveal came out, it was just kind of yeah, just a shrug of the shoulders and thinking. Yeah. Part of the problem with this season was you didn't grab us by the nuts, and I think that for me, you should have. They should have killed Emma. Maybe they should have had to a start with about vanilla extract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it would have got a few of us, a few extras <laughs> in, I'd reckon. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> might have got Ben Affleck. On board. <laughs> Just watch the movie <laughs> and then explain it to me. Tell me what happens. My thinking is that you needed to kick the second season off with a with a jolt and showcase that it was going to go in a different direction, and that would have mm. been more in into Audrey and Noah yeah. as the main characters. That means you could have ex- Emma was expendable. Well, we spoke about how they had the the six survivors and. When one of them got off, it was the one that you you ask anyone that watched the show, and a hundred people out of out of a hundred would have picked. Yeah, he's the he's the expendable. Yeah, exactly. So. And 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 that's to me, you want to keep people involved. You yeah. need to mix it up. This yeah. is this is too difficult without um, mixing it up and, and throwing a few little tweaks into the system. And they didn't. Mm. It's exactly the same. And I I felt lesser than the second season was less. I went and saw the Shallows with mm. Jared. Look, I liked it. I thought it had some some good moments. It becomes a little bit. It stretched extremely thin for mm. eighty minutes. It it's probably a forty minute film. Yeah, really. I was yeah, wondering how much idea. you could really get out of that premise. I'm on a rock yeah. and there's a shark. And, <laughs> and and they pushed the they pushed the start bit for about twenty odd minutes before we get to the meat of the the whole situation. So they try and stretch that. Yeah, which was a, probably a smart idea. That's really how you get to. 80-minute film. Yeah. Blake Lively's really good Tell in the role. Out. Oh, sorry. Just, yeah, generally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> bit of both. <laughs> bit of both. Terrible but, bikini, no doubt. But she's, she, yeah, she does a really Always good job. For, for the most part, the visual effects of the shark are pretty convincing until the end. Yeah. 
overall, it's not a, it's not brilliant, but it's certainly not crap. Does he get really far fetched yeah. at the end too? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it yeah. Does. yeah. Look, I, I, I quite enjoyed it. I came out of it thinking that was fun. I'll never watch it again, but that was fun. I was super keen after um, the trailer. I thought the trailer yeah, was really yeah. good. I thought, I was yeah, pumped up. I thought they Black did Lightning a really good. Was, I, I would recommend it if you know if you like shark flicks. Oh, I'll be watching good, it. Good movie experience. Um, but yeah, I thought she was great. I, I was surprised. I was really. I thought she was really good. And as I said to you, I think it just hits the limitations of all of those movies where you got one person yeah. to Against do something. something yeah. Yeah. And, if it's and, not Tom Hanks on an island, it doesn't really work. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it was just sort of exactly what you expected. She's on a rock, and then, oh, here we go, near miss. Uh, yep, near miss. Uh, yep, near miss. And we knew they were all going to be near misses because otherwise she's off the rock at the 50-minute mark and yeah, nowhere yeah. to go. Yeah. So it was kind of it was predictable in that sense, but it was, it was fun. I did a reasonable job to get... 80 minutes out of it, yeah. In, in my mind, yeah. Uh, I watched uh, a couple of docos. I watched Fantastic <coughs> Lies, the 30 for 30 doco about the Duke lacrosse team that were accused of rape, and everyone just jumped on it immediately and said they did it, yeah. And they didn't, yeah. basically. And it's just it sort of showcases how we get caught up in the, oh, yeah, the situation as soon everything. as yeah. there's something. Um, sometimes something will come out and instead of looking into it and making decisions, we jump to it. Outrage. We, yeah, outrage we're outraged immediately, yeah. The other one I watched was OJ, Made in America, which is that five-part one. Yeah. Really, really interesting. The You know, the whole idea that they sort of juxtapose parts of his life with um, racial tensions that were going on at the time. Mm-hmm. So in the 60s, it was the Watts riots <clears throat> when he was coming through college and coming into football. And to the 90s, which was Rodney King beating and all that. And it's really, really interesting stuff. Some of the uh, crime scene photos are very, very untidy and not not something I'd ever want to look at again, I don't think. Yeah. But it was a really interesting documentary covering off on going all the way up to his incarceration for that other incident in Vegas. Um, I loved his um, period doing Juiced. A oh, failed um, candid camera show. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <I like> prank! <laughs> Pretty much, we like punk uh, yeah, or one of those. Sorry, not prank. Punked. It punked, was yeah, absolutely prank. hilarious. In one episode, he was trying to sell a, a used white Bronco. <laughs> With, didn't it actually? <laughs> yeah, had blood stains and bullet holes and oh, stuff. Oh, that's tasteful. <laughs> yeah, really tasteful. Well done, stuff. Dick. <laughs> really tasteful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, but it's a really good doco. It's just, it's, it's quite long though. It, it's in the seven-hour category. So it's a fair effort. Fuck, that would have been testing your limits. Oh, mate, I, saw, I nodded off <laughs> during, during several installments. Seven minutes. <laughs> I watched. I, I went back and watched Rocky Balboa again. Yep. Just because I needed just got excited. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like getting a bar. I'll go watch Rocky Balboa. Let's make some hurting balls. Uh, and then I watched a couple of horror movies from a. A director by I can't remember his name. It's Anthony something, and he he did a movie called Last Shift, and it's about this rookie cop doing her the final shift of a police station as it's being closed down. You were that close to saying her last shift, weren't you? Yeah, basically. <laughs> it was her first shift, but she starts hearing all these, you know, getting phone calls. Like they tell her that the phone's been rerouted to the new police station. She starts getting phone calls from this girl saying, you know. Help me, I need help, and all this, and then she starts hearing voices, and yeah, it creeped the shit out of me. So decent, though. oh yeah, it was bloody. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, it right. has a nice surprise ending. 
Um, and so I picked up another one of his that came out last year, and it was a slasher movie called um, Most Likely to Die. Yeah, it was all right. It felt like a come down. It was like he'd, he'd had he'd started with this really, really Peaked top, early. really good one, yeah. and then it seemed like this one was maybe less money, and it just felt a little bit, just a little bit undercooked. Might have used all his ideas in the first one, right? But... I felt the finale, um, the reasoning for the killings was probably one of the better sort of, you know, the reason why I'm doing this. It actually was something I didn't expect, and it was kind of good. You've obviously been blown away by his talent, given that you can't remember his name. Oh, Anthony something or other. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you when I well, get I'll back to it. Yeah. It sounds interesting. Yeah, um, but definitely Last Shift. You get a chance to watch it. And the last thing I went and saw was actually to the theatre. For a ghost, it's called Ghost Story, mm. and it's basically a horror movie on stage. And although it's really, really well acted, and had a quite an interesting twist to it, it's just too hard to get scares. Like they they rely on loud noises and yeah. and Jump like bang, 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 like yeah. that. And I was just sitting there going. You probably got a sense of how much horror movies rely on, like, oh, shit, yeah, yeah. you're going to go in tight, mm-hmm. close up. Yeah, yeah. You, you, like can, you, can, you can create that tension by doing that, by using different angles and then throwing the, the yeah. jolt at you. Yeah. People were jumping out of their seats, and I'm thinking, well, <laughs> what's going on what here? What is this, ghost train? <laughs> you know? I mean, look, there was some legitimately creepy stuff, especially one that involved a mannequin, and they do, like, flashes. Yeah. Light flashes, and you see the mannequin sort of moving, and you can hear this voice saying "Daddy, Daddy," and you know that was genuinely creepy. But I just felt it's too hard on stage. Mm. It's a real effort, I think, to get that to happen. So, not a bad effort, but not not quite hitting the mark for me. And the shallows, that's it. The shallows managed a good one out of us. Yeah, oh yeah, we're we <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I just left one. out of my seat. I was and then we kind of just had a quick look around and just make sure everyone else is really just But that's it, that's everything for me. That's everything for you. Um, I had Scream in the Shallows as well. Gave my thoughts on that. I saw The Killing Joke. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the Batman, Batman one. Batman one that I've been looking forward to. It's a, it's a, some people love it, some people don't, but it's, no doubt an extremely important story mainly for Batgirl more than anything mm. <clears throat> and there's you know it didn't translate they, for starters they tacked on half an hour of extra story at the start of it that wasn't in the in the comic mm. just because otherwise it would have been a 50 minute movie personally I think they should have made a 50 minute movie because it, mm. yeah, it didn't really work big disappointment really um, I saw a number of episodes of Goosebumps Essentially, the first season. Yep. Um, I've been getting sort of small chunks of time to watch it, so the twenty minutes chunks of goosebumps were good. Nice little throwback, nice little trip down memory lane. Um, some of them are just, you know, yeah, you know, bit ordinary, bit average, just what you'd expect from those sort of those sort of novels that they came and translating them to screen. <clears> but there's well, there's one or two of them that they would, do actually do a reasonable job. They are actually reasonably good. Well, they. I thought to myself after I watched one that wouldn't be out of place in the Twilight Zone because mm. I've watched watched some of the original Twilight Zone seasons and um, one of them in particular where the kid sort of um, can't stand his sister and then his dad gets a freaking cuckoo clock that he ends up oh yeah, yeah I saw that one time. yeah everyone time 
Um, there was another two part of the, where the kids were at camp and there was something going on. Yeah, and I actually camp, thought that I, one was all right. That was actually a rip off of the Twilight Zone. Oh, that was ending it? was a, was a flat out rip off. The, the episode was all right, but the ending was a flat out rip off of one of the Twilight Zone episodes. Um, but yeah, the, the rewinding of time one. I thought the ending was. I mean, people have either seen it or you're not going to watch it. Yeah. He fucking comes back to the present day, manages to find his way back to the present day. Um, he's, he's a toddler and he's basically buggered if he doesn't get back to the present day. So he figures out what he needs to do, gets back to the present day, but he's fucked it up so his sister's not there. Hmm. And the ending is the fucking evil, evil little bastard sort of smiling going, yeah, yeah this is all right. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. just thinking that is just too twisted for kids yeah. that age, but yeah. I freaking love it. I yeah. love it. Um, I also so, yeah, want to check out the, um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I think yeah, that's also I actually on saw when I was uh, when I, there's one season on Netflix. When I was younger, I actually saw more of that mm. um, than Goosebumps. But regardless, yeah, it was a nice little trip down memory lane. Um, I watched the doco called Matthew Shepard is a friend of mine. Oh yeah, was that any good? Really, really interesting. It yeah, was, I want to watch um, that. Obviously, you know, a lot of people know what happened. It was the bloke that got beaten to death, seemingly because he was gay, and he. The doco is interesting because it talks to all his friends and paints this picture of him before it sort of goes into what happened, but then it spends an hour just painting this picture of him as a teenager and a kid and whatever, talks to his parents, talks to all his friends about what he was like yeah. um, and doesn't spend any time on the crime. So it's really interesting. You get this picture of what he was like and then it goes into the crime and it's sort of it's heartbreaking in a lot of ways because of the way they set it up. You feel like you get to know the bloke and then yeah. they go into the details of what happened, which is pretty pretty horrific anyway mm. um, that was yeah it was quite good I also saw Thunder in Paradise <laughs> 2 and 3 Jesus Christ <laughs> God look I was hooked <clears throat> yeah look you'll be watching I was touched by the <laughs> I was kissed by the hurricane oh, did you pay the price alright price yeah um, look, <laughs> pure shit but again I was laughing are they the same the quality majority. as the first one Pretty much the same deal. Pretty much the same deal. And I was laughing most of the way. I was on the piss with two mates uh, and, and my wife and stuff at our house. And I was telling them about it. And then I put on the opening credits for number two. And I was just it. blown away. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So, that was the one where it was kind of like some... I don't know what the music was. It was like it, a... It's even more like porn sort of yeah, weird Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. A lot of saxophone. Yeah, a lot of saxophone. <laughs> a lot of jiggling around in bikinis and things. And yeah, that was pretty much it for me. Okay. Now, just another question, just going back to Goosebumps. Has anyone actually seen the movie? No. The um, Jack Black movie? Not yet. I hear it's actually all right. Yeah, I want to have a look. Um, I'd like to check it out and see if it's any good, but just wondered if any of you guys had seen it. Well, that'd be one thing for Jack Black. That'd be good. Uh, True. (laughs) All right. Let's uh, take a quick break, put on the trailer for The Evil Dead, and then we'll come back and discuss it. Back in a sec. The Evil Dead from 1981, written and directed by Sam Raimi, who of course gave us Darkman and Drag Me to Hell, produced by Irvin Shapiro, who produced Evil Dead 2. It stars Bruce Campbell as Ash. And that's it. 
<laughs> the budget for this was allegedly, now I don't know if you guys can shed any better light on this, but according to Internet Movie Database, it was 375K. Oh, mine said 350, but Is yeah. Is that adjusted? I don't know. Because I don't think it was that much back in 81. I think it might be adjusted for current. It's the only number I've seen, but I know they but, had to go back and do like cold calling yeah. and stuff to get food, basically. But mm. the box office world, worldwide was $30 million. So yeah, they did right. make some really good money. A little bit of trivia. At the end of a normal day of shooting, Bruce Campbell would return home in the back of a pickup truck because he was covered in fake blood from head to toe. Yeah, that's believable. That's believable. There is some claret. Gibbo, you're the non-horror guy. Give us your take on this one. <clears throat> okay, so I wouldn't say I'm a non-horror guy. I like good horror movies. I hadn't seen this one. I've obviously heard of it. Army of Darkness and stuff like that. Obviously a bit more uh, well-known, I would say. Have you seen the others? No, I've seen Army of Darkness. Okay. Haven't seen uh, Evil Dead 2 or this one until this point. Okay. Obviously assumed they'd be... Good based on the, you know, the following and things like that. And I also had a quick look at uh, IMDb and stuff like that. And this is, I think it's ninety five percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something. So the, the hopes were high. Okay. The hopes were dashed. They were dashed. <laughs> dashed quickly. I just didn't. Yeah. I mean, obviously you've got to you've got to give it a bit of leeway for the the budget, um, and when it was made and stuff like that. But fuck me dead if there's a single scare in this movie, I'd like to know where it is. I got a few little bits where I sort of went, oh, that's pretty clever. But I felt like a lot of the stuff, and I know the, the direction was really praised for this movie. I feel like there's just fucking so many overused gimmicks the whole way through the movie. Um, and he goes back to the well with a lot of things a lot. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, obviously not a fan. I, I'm surely going to get... I'm not saying I'm right here, but I'm as stunned. a personal preference, I well, fucking what do you get out enjoy of five? Oh, adjusting for uh, time period and budget, I'd give it a two. Okay. Jesus. I did not enjoy it in any way. Wow. Okay. I looked at this a little bit differently this time around. I agree with you, Gibbo. There is not a scare to be seen at this point in time. And I watched it on Blu-ray. So mm. I got a good, clean transfer yeah. um, and all that. It's not a scary film now. I think if I'd have been 15 years old in 1981, I probably would have shit myself, to be honest, because just because of the way I think that it was... It would have felt back then. Look, it's got problems. It's got problems. But I disagree that the direction. I think you'll 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 find that a lot of those gimmicks. This is where a lot of this stuff came from. You know what I mean? Like I think they took he. Here's a guy working with a minuscule budget and doing camera tricks and stuff that I thought were very impressive. Even today, they'd be impressive. So, I think from a direction standpoint. It's it's actually pretty good. From a gore standpoint, there's plenty of claret. There's some <laughs> there's some pretty average uh, special effects at times. But again, I, I I cut this a bit of slack, and I think there are some genuinely creepy moments, and there's a bit of atmosphere. So I and and I'm a I'm a I've always been a fan. So I, this is a four out of five for me. Mm. It's not a cla- to me. It's not the classic. With the Halloweens and that, <clears throat> but I still enjoy it. I had a lot of fun with it. This, this was closer to pieces than uh, Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not in the Halloween. I mean, people always put it up there, hmm. but no, no, no way. Yeah, like, there was. Some, there, I'll admit there was. There was some good camera stuff. Like there's some tricky things they did with 
you know, just putting different things off kilter and putting the cameras in certain areas to make stuff look good. But just like the repetitive use of eye close-ups just and fucking lingering for just so long yeah. on nonsensical shots, that sort of stuff just fucking bugged me the whole way through. Anyway, Coxie, your turn, mate. Mm. Mm. Uh, I'm going to disagree with both of you a little bit. Yeah. You said it's not in the Halloween class. Nothing for me really is in the Halloween class. It's a cut above. Uh, it, it's not on par with that, mm. but it's definitely in that class. It definitely belongs in the in the upper echelon. For me, it's not. In a way, I don't feel like it was supposed to be all that scary. I like, it was a horror flick, but for me, it just feels like balls to the wall fun. Just throw as yeah. much shit as we can at the camera. Definitely style over substance because the the plot and the characters are as thin as you'll find them. Mm. But fuck, I had fun with this movie. Mm. I, I just love it. Like it's. It takes a little bit to get going, but when it does, yeah, the inventive camera work, some of that stuff, it could actually say they invented some of it. Mm. They were building rigs and things. Oh, like yeah, I wouldn't doubt that before. for a second. Um, well, for instance, that last shot. <laughs> where they're, where it, by yeah, it's a motorbike. <laughs> it's a fucking camera yeah. mounted on the end of a motorbike. Take this, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, and, and he, he just runs too. into him. Um, and, yeah, I just think it's fun. Just They just... Obviously not taking it seriously. Once some of that gore comes out, you're like, okay, this is this is just fun for them. Mm. And you could just picture Sam Raby behind behind the camera cackling away while he's torturing Bruce Campbell. And yeah, it is it is definitely substance over style, uh, style over substance. Sorry, I think it is. I can see why you might not have liked it because it's not for everyone. Mm. And I could see why some people wouldn't like it. it, it it's not scary anymore, but I mean, <clears throat> barely any of those movies are these days. And especially if you've been exposed to any number of them, you just stop being scared by some of this stuff. Yeah. And so my enjoyment doesn't hinge on that anymore no. as much. There was a couple of bits where I felt it was a little bit creepy, which was enough for me. Yeah. But I just had fun with it. And that's, yeah, four out of five. I mean, yeah. I, something like Halloween, it still gets you scared. Even if you put that on, <clears throat> yeah, you put that on the big screen now, the the... Nowhere near as much though. Not nowhere near, nowhere near as much, but much. something like um, him walking across the road towards her, where she's trying to knock on the door to let him in, mm. and he's coming, and the music's pumping and everything. Mm. That's genuinely still quite scary. Something like this, it just doesn't. It doesn't have that. But I think you're probably right. It's not really. I don't think it was ever made to be scary. It mm. probably was overhyped in terms of the scariest movie ever made. You know, when it was being flogged yeah, on video, that's just all marketing they were stuff. marketing it up, and Stephen yeah. King was, you know, championing it and all this sort of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. but well, look, Stephen King still reckons it's one of his favourite movies of all time as well. So. Yeah, and, and look, I think there's a there's a niche for it, but also I'm I'm I can understand like Jared why you wouldn't like it mm. because it's not in your alley. You know, it's not the sort of thing <clears> that. You would gravitate towards, I don't think. You're definitely I like good movies. more of that. <laughs> you, you know, you're into the things like the Barbadook and stuff like that. I love that sort of stuff as well, but it's more of a, it's a different thing. It's more psychologically sort of scary and mm. yeah, actually, you know, trying to build up some tension. Whereas this is just, it's like a fun park ride. This couldn't have built tension. Like I, I think deep down, they were caught by. The budget, probably. I think, though, that you, when you mentioned that there's a lot of lingering shots, I think that's actually part of, let's try and pad this fuck oh, around yeah, as long it. as we yeah, can. See, I mean, that, you can't say they couldn't build tension. I mean, Halloween was on a minuscule yeah, budget, Yeah, it was on too. a minuscule budget, too. It's just a different thing. I don't mm. think that's what they were going for, in a, in a way. I guess in Halloween, you went throwing tons of gore at the screen and all yeah. that. These guys were working with... It's got to be gory. Like, yeah, you know, there's no doubt. They were focused in a different area. They stayed... They stayed Stuck in a little cabin and yeah. just said, "How much of this can we spend on fake blood?" Yeah, and, you know, ripping hands off, ripping and hands cutting off heads and off, and stupid things like that. All right, 
Let's get into some likes. Now, I, I mentioned the inventive camera work, and I just think there are n- a numerous shots where on that kind of money they had, I, I thought to myself, well, how the fuck did they actually do that? You mm. know, like... The, the even dust tilts. Yeah, just the dust, dust tilts. <laughs> um, there's a sequence at the opening of the movie where the, the camera f- moves across the lake, mm. and... It's really smooth and it just it's a really nice shot. There's a couple of scenes. You think, how did where they get over the lake and then you think they probably just fucking gave a camera probably to ran through it. <laughs> it. <laughs> you guys don't know how they did that shot? No. Sam Raimi was in a canoe and Bruce Campbell was pushing it. <laughs> there you go. Legitimately. That's how they did it. <clears throat> There's a, a, a shot where they do a slow pan around the cellar and then come back to come the back group. to the stairwell, yeah. Yep. There's one where there's a a shot from the handle of a shovel as it swings through the air and lops oh, on the yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's absolute gold. It looks yeah. like something that a GoPro, yeah, it would have been an old school GoPro type of setup. Yeah. And then there's there's a really good bit where it's not really a, perhaps a camera shot that I like, but it was the way it was done. It was point of view from the demon outside and they're looking in each window. Oh, yeah, that's when you and see, then, like, the couple that are about to yep. get it on, and then the yep. other girls And then he it and stops at the, the girl at the window and then goes, join us. Yeah, and then jumps And the she window. looks up. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really, really well done and actually kind of creepy, you know, the way that sort of he stops on each, or whatever it is out there, stops on each window and then just sort of whispers to her because she's alone, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, she's vulnerable, yeah. Yeah, and that's where I think there's that, that a little bit of atmosphere yeah, you got the foggy forest, you got the, the little tiny cabin that's a shit box. They must have spent the whole budget on smoke machines. Yeah, yeah. They Fucking get some fog around. Either that or Bruce Campbell was out there. Yeah. <laughs> Just weaving <laughs> it up. Someone <laughs> <laughs> like get his ball going, fuck. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, I just I just think there's a, there is a little bit of atmosphere there. There's um, definitely atmosphere. I think they um the woods is just a great it's an awesome setting. Setting. I mean, this is shit. the cabin in the woods movie. You know? Yeah. Um, but then even inside the cabin, the atmosphere is sort of set by that. <laughs> it's as much as it's just like it's a bit annoying at parts, but getting the girl chucked in the cellar was kind of a masterstroke because that sets the tone inside. Even when they're trying to just sort of cool things down, she's cackling and taunting, <laughs> and so it's. I mean, there's definitely an atmosphere to it. Yeah. yeah. As I mentioned, I sort of read some stuff about this, so I had high hopes going into it. And then the start of the movie is a little bit strange where they're just sort of driving in the car and there's a bunch of random things that happen that I found like out. Like the truck on the road? The truck on the road, just like, yeah, that. But then at one point, one of the guys, is, uh, the guy in the front's drinking and then Bruce Campbell's in the back pulling a weird face. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? But it's all editing for where they cut scenes out and they yeah. just had to keep those on because they couldn't afford it. Yeah. So anyway, I was a bit off there and then they get to the cabin and the, that chair's banging it against the side yeah. of it. That was the first thing where they got up to the thing and then it stops dead and yeah, just sitting there and yeah. I fucking love that. I'm like, oh, yeah. hang on, this might actually be good. That was yeah. really good and it was. It started <clears> off with that the shot following the car yeah. pretty slowly down that road and you could hear the bang, bang before they got there. Yeah. yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. I actually also... I'm I do like the fact that the car's moving at about five miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's obvious it's not moving in pace yeah. at all. I must admit, I was... Um, the bit, where, the bit where the bloke honks the horn and the two guys start waving. Yeah. And he's fucking hanging out the window and goes, I wasn't honking at you. Yeah. <laughs> that that absolutely cracks me up every time. It's not even that funny, but I think it's partially because I find it mildly amusing, partially because uh, I was in a situation where my dad was driving a car that that's horn would honk every time he put it in the first gear. <laughs> <laughs> so we, well, were done, drive, we were driving around his hometown and he's, oh, g'day, mate, how are you? 
puts the car in first gear. <laughs> same bloke turns around and starts giving the two-handed wave. He's like, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And stopping yeah. behind a car, putting it into first, getting the finger. So it was a combination of, I thought it was kind of funny in the movie that it reminded me of something else too. So that was it. What that was, was that guy honking at though? What wasn't those two blokes? I think it was, was it, it was just after the truck, was it? Yeah. It was Maybe. I think it was a long way after the truck. Maybe it was an editing issue, but it felt like the truck was gone. They're like, whatever. And he's just driving on and he goes, <laughs> I love the fact that there's Hills Have Ice poster in the background. Good yeah, nod. Yeah, yeah, yeah like nice that. little nod to. Um, and if you look closely too, there's a sequence where one of the girls opens a um, uh, like a closet. Yeah. And there's a shirt hanging in it, and it has um, I can't remember the name, but it's actually the camp that Sam Raimi went to to camp oh, at okay. when he was a kid. Yeah. Um, there's those little things like that. Um, that went back and forth for a couple of movies too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wears Craven put wears Craven put something stuff down something Evil Dead, yeah, Evil Dead in. Was it Evil Dead Two or Army of Darkness or whatever had a, had a copy of Fango with Elm Street or something yeah. in the back of the Oldsmobile? Little love in there. Good on him. Yeah, <laughs> bromance. <laughs> the tree rape sequence. Hang on, we're still in likes, right? Yeah. No, I think it's effective when she gets outside and she gets caught up in the in the trees. Okay. But then yeah. when. I'm not really sure We'll what talk about the, the rest yeah, of it later yeah. That'll come up again I definitely I, I um, Uncomfortable This, oh, time, I like this time around I, I watched <clears> it And I decided it was in my dislikes But I agree Up until that point I think that the scene Was quite inventive Because even um, special effects wise Yeah It's again, not a bad budget, effort The special effects Weren't too bad To make scene. it look like She's being attacked But yeah, yeah Overall it's dropped in the dislikes I'm assuming that oh, There's a lot yeah. of um, yeah, stop Rewinded Or stop motion, stop motion back, back, Yeah reverse back, stuff Reverse sure. stuff and maybe just some people wiggling vines up someone's leg. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Campbell, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce again is on the lead. Wiggling vines. Um, I actually kind of like the, the sound that whenever the demon's coming towards the house and there's kind of that growling sound and then you've got the heartbeat, like it's going boom, 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 and then it's going like that. Yeah. I, I really liked that. I thought that actually set that, again, the atmosphere. It was part of that atmosphere you were getting. Mm. The score, if you can call it that, there isn't really one. wasn't really there's there. A lot of wind noise. Yeah, but I felt that, that at least some of the sound effects sort of gave you that sense of the, whatever this is is quite menacing. When the girl... Turns into a demon. The first <clears throat> girl to turn into a demon, where they're, they're counting the cards. Yeah, yeah. And then she suddenly starts saying them, and then her voice yeah, gets all deep, and she yeah. goes, and then she gets to a so she gets, yeah, she yeah. gets up. <laughs> she's, she's basically in midair, and she's going like, Arr. yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool. I thought that was a really yeah, really that good was scene. a great little reveal, <clears throat> great way of doing it. But then it also led directly to the ankle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, pencil on the Achilles. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. If we didn't know where we were going after that, sort of, that just yeah, that just set it off. From that point on, it was just yeah, we're into it. Yeah. But I thought that reveal was great. Where the you yeah. know she's taking a piss Seven out of the girl. Of hearts. Diamonds. Can you shut up? We're trying to play a game. <laughs> that was one of the only uh, the, the bits that I I felt. That was actually kind of creepy when yeah. she does that, but then that's where she starts. There's the shots of her sort of hanging at the window and yeah. she's tilting her head and moving her arms at these really creepy-looking angles. Yeah. It kind of looks like um, the ring. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the girl in the ring to, to start with. Um, but, yeah, I, I like that. I really like that reveal and the creepiness of that little scene. That sort of leads into pretty much my only other like. 
Yeah, just the fucking blood starts flying. It's thick and fast oh. and never stops. It's and basically just, at one point, he's just laying there and they're just clearly pouring a bucket of blood on him. <laughs> oh, like, like, cop this, Bruce. <laughs> he, honestly, he should have sued the brick. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, there's, there's parts like, um, yeah, when the bloke... Uh, Scott's <clears throat> a, a demon and Campbell sort of fight him, but then he pulls the, the knife out of his leg. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, just a it's a hose. Yeah, it he just pulls starts, out and it just starts spouting blood out of his leg. Yeah, it's just so over the top. It's it's kind of like it's just like gleefully gleefully over the top from yeah. that point. I actually did like to the scene where Ash was going to shoot his girlfriend. And she's and a demon, and then she changes into back to normal. Yeah, and starts begging for help. And he, he can't do it. Yeah. I thought that was kind of, that was at least a slight, you know, we saw a little bit of attempted, I guess, character development or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, well, that's just demons trying to be yeah, tricky. Yeah, it bars, just sort it? of showcased a little bit of um, restraint. Because <clears throat> we were in the, the middle girls. of cutting everyone's head off at that stage. Yeah. But it showed that he still cared about her and yeah, thought, yeah. oh, maybe I could save yeah. her. You get the same sort Although, of thing. Although, what was that dime store thing he gave around her neck? Yeah, was that a oh, magnifying shit. <laughs> I thought they were leading it into a proposal or something. Ash, it's, it's like, lovely. Yeah, it's yeah, lovely. It's it looks like you bought it from Rejects. <laughs> I was wondering how the gumball machine. <laughs> it might have been something so that she could see his dick or something. <laughs> <laughs> a little magnifying glass to help her find it. Yeah, he's like, just look through it. <laughs> look, I told you I was hungry. Yeah, all right. I was half expecting dick in a box. <laughs> 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 Yeah, he's standing there with a little box. Going, Open that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was the other scene where she was. Uh, we had a chain to the table, and he was going to cut her up with, with the chainsaw. chainsaw. And I thought, yeah. "Fuck you! Here comes the chainsaw from over your dark." He's like, "I know what I want to here." And then he puts it down. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was a bit. Dis- I was slightly disappointed in that. Yeah. And yet I've seen the movie repeatedly, and I still thought every time oh, you're like, "Yes, cut her up, Ash, do it." I actually did like. Some of the visuals a bit later where blood starts coming out of the wall and out of the light, light fixture light and then it explodes. Yeah. yeah. I thought they were kind of interesting visuals and, and at least something slightly different yep. to what was going on. Poking a demon's eyes out. Yeah. That was just a, eye gouging him. Double just thumbs. Just yeah, double, double thumbs. thumbs eye gouging. Right. And then he's sort of sta- the, the <laughs> demon's standing there and he's just yeah, got yeah, fucking hollow sockets. Oh, that's upsetting. <laughs> this last kind of like is actually not because of the quality of it. That there's, That's believable. There's stop motion <laughs> effects in there that are absolutely terrible. Yeah. Mm. But I'm again I'm coming back to such a small budget and yet you're trying to cram something like that in there as well. Mm. So a lot of they're trying to throw everything they can in and having a crack at everything. It's almost like this was like film school for the bloke. Yeah, well, they he, said that that was basically like a student film yeah, project. He yeah, he was just running around doing whatever they could. If they if they got any sort of idea about how to do something, they chucked it in. Well, he clearly had to crack at some prosthetics and, you know, fake yeah. heads and fake hands and shit like so, that. So I, I give that a like because I think, well, you know, you're throwing, you're throwing everything you possibly can in with, with no money to do it. Yeah. And it's passable as far as the quality of it. So I give that, that – that was kind of my last like, really. Mm. I stopped short of giving, giving that particular stuff a like, but I think the sentiment I 100% agree with. The things that they attempted on what they had, <clears throat> the majority of it they did pretty well. Yeah, they um, kind of got away with it. Yeah. And, again, I, I, just, just to sort of finish off the likes for me is that this is a movie made by someone who – or a group of people that love the horror genre. Mm. And this is why I think it's held in the esteem that it is, is because it's seen as one of those sort of what you can do on such a low budget 
if you've got actually some real interest and passion for it. And I think that's what Sam Raimi had. I think he treated his actors like shit, to be honest. <laughs> that much has been made That clear. is fairly yeah. clear. But, you know, he gets a, gets a hell of a lot out of it, yeah. which is pretty bloody impressive. It has me. to be said that he treated Bruce Campbell, who was one of his best mates, like <laughs> shit too. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah, obviously, they're still talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they've, they've had quite the relationship, so obviously didn't damage things too, no, too much. Too much. I'm sure there's honestly, a slew of people who won't talk to him ever again. Oh, pretty much all the rest of them have never got a career out of it. They'd be pretty pissed. But Honestly, uh, I was at a convention and um, that uh, Dilip Rao, the guy that was in Drag Me to Hell, he yeah. was in Inception. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there, and um, I just went and had a look at, you know, had to listen to his Q&A. There wasn't a whole lot of people there, so I asked him a question about Sam Raimi. I said, Does he, is he as like, basically, is he like what they said about Bruce Campbell? And he just sort of started chuckling. He said, man, he sort of tortures the shit out of people. He just loves it. He was talking about, <laughs> dragged me to hell. He was doing something where the actress was hanging upside down, and she was wanting to get off, and he was, no, no, we'll do it again tonight. <laughs> Um, so it's yeah, you can see that you can see it on screen too. Like Campbell, in some parts, actually does look like he's losing his mind, and he probably he probably was by that point. And whenever yeah. he's getting biffed, he's getting fucking thrown into shit that's on the walls. And yeah, you know, like when there's the fight between him and the other bloke, that he gets thrown, and then you just see this cut shot where he goes fucking sailing through the air <laughs> and yeah, just crashes into the wall. Yeah. he had him as as a like too. Um, I think I don't think it's his best work. But you can see how he sort of became a bit of a favourite. He's yeah. definitely got more char- charisma than the rest of them. Yeah, all. and how he, he sort definitely of, stands out. How he um, established <clears throat> a career. He's when, a kind of a like frankly, and dislike he, for me. <laughs> well, quite frankly, he hasn't. He, he's he's made a lot of movies that are just nothing, and people just watch them because of him. Yeah, and you can see why. Uh, I think he was really good. I think the 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 character of Ash got better as the movies went along. Yeah, but I still I was a big fan of what he did in this. I movie. think people get. And this is where it probably would have worked better for you to watch Evil Dead 2. Because I think Evil Dead 2 is basically like a remake. They, yeah. they, they had more money, they, they, they secured much better financing, and they went back out and they did pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. But the tongue was in cheek. It yeah. wasn't a horror film. Yeah. It was basically a horror comedy, if you want to call yeah, it. That's that. what it, it just needed to a, make the decision. This one felt like I was trying to be three different things. At yeah, once. I, I think this, this, this one has tonal issues because I don't think they actually knew what they were doing. And plus... They shot portions of it at different times. It was almost different years. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, there's bits where fucking yeah. Bruce Campbell's hair goes from like a, almost a full mullet to almost a crew cut. He's like a, it's supposed to be the same day and his hair just morphs. Well, he might have just, you know, just had a near miss with a chainsaw or something. Shaved a few years, yeah, a few years off him. Um, obviously, that's, that's an interesting point too because the, the sequel's really weird. It always bugs me that... They run through the first movie in the first few minutes, but then he goes back to the cabin with Linda. Yeah. And that's because I think it eventually... <laughs> it's very dead. It's eventually... We evidently, this is a remake. Yeah, so they, they remade it, movie. but they didn't just draw the line and said, we're doing it again. They said, we'll call it part two. Yeah. And we'll tell you the story of the first one in the first five minutes, but then we're doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And it, Linda's back. Yeah. Sounds like the shit that uh, Ghostbusters is copying all the shit for at the moment, too, where they don't really know if they're a sequel or a remake. Or yeah. Like, and did, yeah. The, did the first one happen? Did it not? And this is the... This is the, this is the thing about the sequel is that I prefer Army of Darkness because they'd yeah. already, they'd found their tone. They'd found the this is what we want to do. We want to take the piss. Ash Ash is an idiot. Yeah. Like he's it an makes idiot. more sense. He's a moron. <laughs> and so we're gonna play up to all that shit. 
whereas this one had sort of attempting scares at some point. As I said, you know, six months had gone by mm. and then they're back shooting and they wouldn't have had the luxury of dailies and, and all the stuff that you get when you're making a Hollywood picture. Yeah. They would have just been, well, shit, <clears throat> we, I think we shot some of this. and. Yeah. and and I think that you can see a bit of the tonal. And, yeah, to go into the dislikes, that's one of the dislikes for me is the tone shifts and varies from almost scene to scene at Very times. Much, yeah. One minute you feel that they're looking for scares and then the next minute, yeah, there's a sequence where they're searching the cabin and it genuinely they build a bit of suspense with the old classic of they'll open the door and you're expecting something to come and then it won't come and then seconds later it'll come from somewhere else. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's classic, you know, sort of suspense filmmaking, I guess. Yeah. But then minutes later, we're, <laughs> we're engaging in fucking jamming bloody f- pencils in people's ankles and doing all sorts of silly shit. Yeah. Like it, it, the tone mm. just shifts too much for me. Yeah. Um, and that's part of the reason why I don't feel it sits in that category with something like Halloween. Well, you're correct. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. I think the acting's... It's abysmal. Acting's it, it, it is abysmal. Yeah. It is absolutely abysmal. You can tell it's just a you know, collection of friends and yeah. college buddies or whatever. It's pretty bad. Because Bruce Campbell is the only <clears throat> one that looks competent for the whole yeah. time. Although when the um, when the girls are turned into the demons... They do some they bullshit do some, They do some pretty good stuff there, but when they're just kind of... As characters. As, yeah. as humans. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost impossible to tell the three of them apart. They almost were just... Yeah, like they, yeah. they had names and stuff, but it was yeah, almost yeah. like they were the same person most of the time. Yeah, and then two of the names oh, I can't even remember at the moment. It was Cheryl and someone else. The two of the names are very similar. Yeah, two Cheryl of the names are similar. And, yeah, and I've I've forgotten it already. Yeah, so you you kind of get mixed up with those two. Um, and you're Linda's, right. Linda's the only one that kind of separates herself because she's just kind of taunting him and not attacking him for a while. And when you yeah, when you get to the fact that when they're actually acting like human beings. They're subpar. <laughs> yeah, they are. Most of the acting is poor. The special effects certainly have not aged well. No, and it's sort of... It's like <clears> you were saying before, there's parts of it where you're looking at it going, wow, I can't believe they got that done with what they had. And then other parts, you're just thinking, oh, possibly a little, little bit overly ambitious that. with that one. Yeah. I actually thought that the stop motion was where they probably could have... They could have come a little bit far, but then again, in 1981, people looking at that on screen would have gone, Phew, look where at that. Where the yeah. fuck they do that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. It was Shelley and Cheryl and Linda. Shelley and that's Cheryl. Why, like, that's that's right. basically the same name. Just yeah. fucking. Shelley and Cheryl, I get mixed up with them. Couldn't call one like. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Like, how many other girl names is there on Jane there? or something? Yeah, like that. something that's you know discernible. My, my thing about the special effects is usually I'll, I'll put a caveat on it and I'll say, the age, it's it's aged. You yeah. know, it's 1981 when they did these things. But even for 81, it's not like they'd hired Tom Savini, had they? They were working with... I was mostly claymation. Yeah, <laughs> like what they were doing was just chucking big lumps of stuff on people's faces. Yeah, yeah and well, um, the demons were just heavily, heavily... Uh, Makeup looked like the makeup gun from The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. just shoot they it. Had on. it on horror. I heard something about the. Um, I read something about the contacts that they had to wear for the demon eyes too. Yeah, apparently it was like basically putting like a bottle cap in your eyes. Oh, <laughs> like they said, they were really, really thick, like as thick as like a, a like a drinking glass. Oh, wow! And they could only keep them in there for about ten minutes because their eyes couldn't breathe. Oh man! So that must have been a fun process. I'm sure that was. Really Thanks again. Thanks again, up. Sam Brady. Just you know, he's made a career out of people's misery. And my 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 other. 
only other dislike for me is that the dialogue is it it gets the basics done and that is it. There is really mm. nothing else to it. Yeah. Like no one really talks at length about anything. Do you no. notice that? Well, there's no character to Yeah, there's, yeah no there's no discussion plot, so about anything. About? Even the guy on the tape. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, reciting the book. He basically does nothing except recite the book. But at and least he's doing you, analysis. Like, yeah, he's yeah, like scientific. Yeah. So I love it when you think sense. about it, though, that he's got this going on. He's got time to nip down to the basement and make a tape. Just quickly turn the tape. Yeah, right, right, yeah my, my wife's, wife's fucking uh, turned into a demon. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd just come and have a chat to you guys yeah, for a minute. Yeah, and, uh, just yeah, hang was... on. I mean, it's not like he was using a dictaphone. <laughs> he was downstairs <laughs> in that basement yeah. doing some actual recording. That's convenient. Yeah, so I basically had... Pretty much all the stuff you've mentioned. Uh, the yeah, yeah. No plot, no character development, inconsistent tone, wooden actors. Uh, I mentioned the, the eye close-ups and, and the gimmicky camera trick stuff being repeatedly yeah. used. The only other thing I had was plausibility issues with some of the stuff that's going on and people that are also there. This is early on when things start, first start going south. Mm. People will be in the next room and not hear someone screaming and being yeah. murdered in the room next door. They're just sort of fucking yeah. going about their business. When the girl's coming back from the forest and she's screaming and yelling and, and everything, no one can hear her. They're in the middle of a forest. You'd hear yeah. that from fucking kilometres away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that I sort see. of stuff. It's just... Uh, Bruce Campbell's too busy giving his missus a dick in the box. <laughs> <laughs> He's not interested in the uh, screaming. When you look at... I mean, when you look... When you look at it like that, I was I was doing the same thing. I, I, I was, I'm caught up in the movie, but I'm looking at it going... You've just about fallen through the bridge. I'm, I'm throwing it into reverse and saying, yeah. let's, let's, find, let's go find to a different a, cabin. Is there a bed and breakfast crying yeah. close by that we can stop into? It doesn't have, have a, doesn't have a musty old cellar with a tape recorder in it. Yeah. Yeah. You're all the way over that bridge. Do you think you're getting back? Nah. Yeah. Car? Look, probably nah. not. Then when the cellar bursts open as if sort of flung by unseen hands, I'm not having a discussion. The boot's already packed. Yeah. I'm out of there. Let's oh, go. Let's okay. get the fuck out of Dodge. So the next one, the chick when she's doing the drawing of the clock. Next yeah. minute, she starts fucking carving stuff into the book. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't mention that to anybody. Yeah. No. Like, hmm. oh, I have gone into a trance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a trance, got possessed. Now the cell door's been flung open. Maybe we should go. Yeah, let's go. No, no, no. Here. Let's yeah. just keep that to ourselves. But my favourite is once <clears> it actually starts going down, you're definitely in some shit here. Scott is pulling out the... Uh, we'll be okay. Just go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. Go get some sleep. Go get some sleep. We've locked the demon in the basement. She can still see us. Everything's good. Is it just me? Or I didn't even see a bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> just like, a, you know, there's a nice comfy corner. Yeah. Under they bring their own bedding too. I think they might have brought their own bloody sleeping bags. Um, um, yeah, that, yeah, there's definitely issues with that. And I mean, some of it goes into my enjoyment of it because... It is so ridiculous that you kind of you're in that mood to laugh at it. So where Scott, you know, when the when the gore's kicking up, and then Scott says, "Hey, you just go to bed. We'll be fine." <laughs> I kind of laughed at it, but when you look back at it, you're like, "No, mate." <laughs> yeah. No. That's, let's let's that's leave her. Let's leave her. Get in the car. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I think a lot of it came down to like you said, where they shot it in very separate parts due to budget and they run out of money, they had to go do fundraising, come back. I think basically they shot a shitload of scenes and then stuck them together as best they could. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the times where something's leading from one scene to the other, it might have been shot weeks or months apart. Exactly. And didn't actually need to lead into each other. It's just, you know, oh, we've done this scene, now we can put this scene here next because these people are alive. Because I, I think if you, if you somehow managed to get a copy of the script, which I doubt, highly doubt, You'd it's be able to all find, on one A4 it, page. yeah, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't be that. No, it wouldn't. Wouldn't be what we saw. No, because every time they went away 
for a period of time. I'm sure he probably rejigged it or he did something. And it and that's that that just comes back to that tone issue that it's just it's all over the place. It is really all over the place. It's as if that's that 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 last third seems to have been shot at the same time. Because that's where all the gore and everything's at. Yeah, Yeah. So my thinking is that was just that was three weeks in the forest with these idiots. That's probably the first lot of the stuff they shot, and they're just yeah. like, fuck yeah, he goes to the budget. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? <laughs> All right, okay, we need to somehow get this into movie form. Oh, we've got a barrel of blood left. Yeah. You want to throw that at the yeah. wall? Just tip it on his fucking <laughs> head. Throw it at Bruce. <laughs> so, look, but overall, I get the, the hype. I think maybe back then the marketing was pushing it a little bit harder than you would think. Mm. Um but overall, I actually do enjoy it. I actually have a good time with it. I actually had a couple more dislikes. So, really? Yeah. yeah. Me too. Yeah, I had not not a lot, but I uh, I thought we talked about the money, and I think a couple of times it really shows to the detriment of the movie. Um, even just little things like you look at the cover of the Necronomicon, it looks like shit. Some of the special effects that we talked about, and I think remaking it with part two, or essentially the approach they took with part two where it's a sequel, but it's a remake. Hmm. Is it kind of admission that hey, we, we yeah, did we some good stuff so in the well. first one, <clears> but this is what we this is what we wanted to do. Now that we yeah. have cash, you're going to see all the tricks in the bag. Yeah. So I think that was, I think that was kind of an admission that yeah, it did look cheap at parts. The other one I had was that the the build up's pretty slow, mm. and I think that's because they've got a couple of tricks up the sleeve, like we talked about with the, you know, the cool sort of camera shots and then the banging of the banging of the um, swing against the cabin and a few things like that that get it going. But then because there's no plot and there's no sort of characterization other than, you know, Bruce's, Bruce and his box. We're in no man's land for a while. Land. It goes for, yeah, a, a little bit of time where it's just building up really slowly. Yeah. And you get a few of those shots in the woods and things like that to say there's something not right here. But because the characters are really thin, you just kind of... Yeah, come yeah, on, kick it along. Going, Let's yeah. get to yeah, yeah, get, get to, to the goal. To get to go, um, and we, you know, eventually it gets there, and then it's it's great fun. But it took a while to get there. I think we we need to get back to the tree rape scene. That's yeah. my next one. That was the yeah. last one on the list for the, me. The tree that's it's just inexplicable. Mm. As Jared mentioned, the trees taking it down. I could probably go with that a little bit. It still doesn't really make much sense to me. Like everything else happening in the in the movie is there's uh, an entity that's trying to make people either scared or scare mm. them away or put them in a situation, why that same entity would make vines tackle someone when it could just do so. Plus, then, she just kind um, of walks out and goes, who's out there? Yeah, there's someone out there. <laughs> I'm like, well, what the I know f- you're out there. I'm going to walk into the fucking yeah. woods. Yeah. That that was inexplicable. Well, what Scott's did advice. you hear? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably Scott's advice. Yeah, go to bed. There's a demon out there. Go for a walk. Have no, a well, what she heard on. was the joiners. Yeah, I know, but, but still. It still, makes no sense. I'm, I'm going, not walking out. I'm looking around going, Scotty, no, come I'm up with good. a list, mate. I'm good here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I better go to bed. <laughs> she walks deep into those woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't understand why that entity would then wrap vines around her legs, splay her out, and, and, and rape, rape her, with, her a, with, a tree. with a tree vine. It, it makes no sense, and it's just yeah. it's really distasteful. Yeah. So that bit took me out of the movie massively. It's, yeah, it's sort of, I mean... It's a mistake. Obviously, it's, obviously it's, a, it's an error. It's made in a different time. The whole sort of... Um, the treatment of women in a movie, you you don't look at it the same way as you... Well, they didn't look at it the same way as we do now. Yeah. We're hyper aware of how women are treated in films. And, yeah. I mean, that that part was really bad, but, I mean, equally as bad was the scene where Linda's sitting on the floor and you get the shot from behind yeah. and Ash is burning the shit out of her. Shit out of her. He's, yeah. he's absolutely wailing on her. 
And I mean, yeah, the, <clears throat> what I kind of meant was the attitudes towards women at the time were a hell of a lot different to what they yeah. are now. They do do For an admission of that now. though. They, there's an admission of that in one of the scenes when Scotty's yelling at him saying, hit her, hit her. And then he goes, hit it. And he changes it. Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. because he's like trying to say to Bruce, like that's not, not yeah, your fucking not girlfriend. girlfriend yeah, mate. Yeah. So I think that's where they're trying to like make you aware of the fact that, hang on, that's not a girl. He can definitely hit her in the head. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, that's right. Because um, that was pretty obviously done. And I mean, at the time, like I've never really thought it was in good taste. No, nah. but um, do they now, recycle in this, it in, in this Evil Dead Two? I think they do. I think, but it's not the same. They insinuate it. Yeah. With a but the, the shot, I think, is you, you sort of it's like a POV, and you see the a big tree branch go. Whoosh, yeah. Like but that. I think but in you the, never in actually see this day and age that we're hyper aware of that sort of stuff. It looks really bad now. Yeah. It gets worse too, like where the point where she's obviously being tortured is fine. Then where she's being raped, I'm like, fuck off, that's just stupid. And then where the, at the point where she changes from sounding like she's being tortured to where, hang on a second, yeah. this isn't that bad. Yeah, like, yeah. Make some like approving moaning sounds. Yeah, that but, just took it to you a You know what, level. that whole scene could have been cut. It could have just been well, it removed. Did she could have just gone yeah, into the woods and abs- got scared. Because she comes run running back. back in and that's it. Yeah. And no one believes her about the like, rape. She wants to leave. She could have just been scared. That, again, feels <clears> like it's filler. It was shot randomly within the period, and then they went back six months later and they did something else. Yeah. It, it just seems like I don't I don't really understand that. I never really understood that sequence at all. Yeah. And looking at it again, I just feel oh, it's in really poor taste. Yeah. Um, even for 81, I'm still saying that, it, I think it's one of those ones where you're ramping it up. You're but, mate, we're talking up about the, we're talking about the time here where Rocky's Rocky's antics were romantic. Yeah, true. It's, it's, it's sort of uh, you don't want me to, but I'm going to kiss yeah, you now. <laughs> it's indicative of it, like a change in society. Yeah, there, exactly. it has been a change in views for the better. <clears throat> and I mean, at, there's some things on the screen back then that we just look at now and just go, "Are you fucking kidding?" Yeah. Me? Whereas back then, it's it, it was normal to some people. Yeah. yeah. And not I guess the, the thing about the rape aspect, but the treatment. The evil of Dead yeah. was once again. You are trying to push the envelope a little bit more. Yeah. That's that's part of what they were doing. The gauze, wrong envelope. Scene, it's the wrong yeah, envelope. poor envelope. That scene yeah. in itself would have just about got it on the video nasties list. It did, I think. Yeah, it, didn't, well, it didn't end up on well, video nasties. It, it was on video nasties, but, but it was pretty like, much for everything. The else other too. stuff was was pretty <clears> rough, but that I think is what sort of pushes pushes it over the edge. Yeah, fair enough. So the only other one I had was. It's kind of stuff that you guys have said you really like, the point of view stuff. Um, and this is a lot of these older horror movies where the the point of view thing is is fine to make you realize that something's there watching. But then when they go up to a point where, and it doesn't matter so much with this one because it's sort of like an unseen entity, hmm. but in a lot of the other ones, and I sort of got the same feeling with this, they get up to a point where whoever's looking for it would definitely see it. Hmm. And I know like this one probably isn't as big deal because it's kind of just like a something that's there, but you can't see it. But you see it in a lot of other horror movies where... Flash flicks are the yeah, worst there's, for it. Like there's fucking, if it's point of view, that means we should be looking from where the thing is. If they're looking directly at it from two feet away, yeah. you lose the effect. I always wonder about that yeah, same with Friday the 13th films <clears throat> with Jason, six foot eight, fucking, yeah, fucking hulking maniac human. standing at the window. Yeah. You think you'd only need a brief out of the peripherals to go, holy yeah. shit. What the fuck's that? <laughs> yeah. They start doing a runner. Yeah. They only seem to catch him when he steps on a twig. <laughs> yeah. It just takes or he out, runs across the road, jazz hands. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I didn't have as much of an issue with that because I felt it was like, most of it, it was used to show that there was something there that was sort of creeping up on him and 
when it did sort of sneak up on someone, it ended up in them and possessing them. And yeah, was there was there rules about how people got possessed? Yeah. Like, why did Ash not get overtaken? I don't yeah. know. I don't well, know. The second one he does. But this one, yeah, I'm not sure. It, there was no, there didn't seem here. to be any real. to do with injury to start with. Like I thought someone got injured and yeah. then someone got else got injured when she got stabbed in the ankle. And yeah. Maybe that was the way in because you maybe. see the, the wound spread yeah. from the thing when he's looking at her ankle. Yeah, it's very inconsistent. I mean, like I said, the, the first first one gets possessed and then wants to attack everyone and kill everyone. Linda seems content just to sit there for half an hour. And laugh. Laugh and, and giggle. giggle and look at him. Yeah. And then Even when he's hitting her in the head with a shovel. Yeah, and shit. all of a sudden it's on. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm going to attack you. Like, there's, it was really inconsistent in that regard. Or when yeah. they're whacking him in the back with the fucking the poker. And then yeah. just oh, as right. she's about to impale him with it, you know, stuff comes the other way yeah. and yeah. saves the situation. But yeah. it's just like, if that thing was trying to kill you, it would have just fucking stick the poker straight through you. Yeah. 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 And I think just to get... Slot. That's kind of what I liked about the remake. The remake went to a place where it didn't mince words with it didn't mince anything to kill you. Like you know, jamming things into people's eyes and things like that. Like it really upped the, the ante. Yeah, ante. But it never took it. You know, it never positioned it as any sort of comedy element no. or anything like that. It basically decided we're going to make you watch this really uncomfortable shit. Yeah. And I actually felt the remake was pretty bloody good, yeah, to be honest. Good. I thought they did a really good job. Yeah. Um, I'm you assuming you've still got it. Watch that, yeah. Oh, the remake. No, I haven't. No, I think it might have even lapsed. I, I stuck. Yeah, 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 check it, it out. The, 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 remake's, the remake's pretty good. Yeah, right Um, And it's quite, it's a bit hard to watch, though, at times. Yeah. Uh, any other dislikes? Uh, no, that was, that was it for me, yeah. I think I've done enough. All right. Well, let's take a break. We've got the uh, discussion topic back on deck tonight. I'm... I'm super happy being a massive bullshit artist. Oh, yeah. So we'll take one more break and then we'll come back and have a little bit of discussion topic about low-budget horror. I don't know. I don't know. But I think it's really some sort of extra sense or something. You know, like ESP? Okay, try this. Okay, um, it's a seven. I don't believe it! Of spades. <laughs> Queen of spades. Four of hearts. Eight of spades, two of spades, jack of diamonds, jack of clubs. Why have you disturbed our sleep? Awakened us from our ancient slumber. You will die like the others before you. One by one, we will take you. Low-budget horror. Look, I was listening to a podcast, actually, the Horrorcast guys that started following us the other day, and they were talking... Must have clicked on it by mistake. (laughs) (laughs) But they were actually... They they actually made a really good point about horror films in that even back in the 70s and and even up to today, horror's kind of seen as like that second-tier sort of stuff. You're not making horror, you know? Yeah, yeah, you just... just, Horror's just shit. You know, you're making it on the side. But... Horror has made a shitload of money, pound for pound. Yeah, you know, compared to what budgets budget. against box office. Yep. Now, a, a, a something they mentioned was Suicide Squad cost one hundred and eighty million dollars to make, with marketing and all sorts of other costs. They need six hundred plus to break even. Good luck. Mm. I think they got that. They'll get that. <laughs> they might get it. But profits of profits no. won't be big. No. Whereas no. I believe one of the other ones they talked about was uh, 
one of the paranormal activities, which cost maybe two million, yep. and banked over a hundred million. Well, the first oh, one was wow. five hundred grand. Yeah, yeah, first one was cheap as chips. Yeah. And taking it back to well, say the Evil Dead, fairly expensive chips. <laughs> the Evil Dead style. Well, I think, as much as my house. <laughs> is that something like Halloween, Evil Dead, Friday the Thirteenth, all back in the seventies and eighties? Again, you still had that really low budget that then made big dollars. Yeah, bang for buck. I, well, you know, they became an industry of themselves. I mean, Friday the Thirteenth. How much money did they actually spend on budgets? Well, they, they, they <laughs> were always <laughs> capped, and it was always like you got this much, and every every time a you know a cane hotter or whatever said, "I want this much to come back." We'll find another one. <laughs> we'll find another one who's asking a call. You realise you don't like, speak, mate. Yeah. Out you go. I think what I wanted to sort of break it down to is, I think there's always sort of pros and cons when you're making low budget horror. I think one of the pros is exactly what you say. You just said then, you don't pay actors of note. Like that you could, don't. That could be seen as a con. As well. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and and it, it does come off as slightly. It's part pro and con because the pro is, I'm paying you scale. I'm paying you scale money. You're yeah. you're fresh off the boat, mate. You haven't got anything on the resume. You'll do anything. You'll work, you'll work all night. Yeah, someone crashing you with a motorbike. Yeah. yeah. So that's a pro, but then the con, con is, is you get shit uh, on uh, Friday, Friday 3. You get some acting that's substandard. <laughs> I actually think that sometimes when it's cheap, the look of it works with horror. The the grimy, sort of grungy look works well for horror films. Yeah. Whereas if I look at something like, even though I love the, the newer ones, a lot of the newer ones, from, say, Blumhouse and those sorts of places... There's a there's a real professional sheen on them. Like mm. they are perfectly shot mm. with all the best cameras and everything. You're not getting the old spuds and burger. No, where, super eight yeah. fucking graininess. Yeah, but in a way, that is the cheap. Now, yeah, yeah, that movies, is the even the cheap movies. You still you can still get that quality sheen on them. Whereas in the eighties and that sort of thing, <laughs> it was fairly evident when you didn't have the cash. Um, but I mean, you look at something like the effects in Friday the Thirteenth, and it's like. Necessity is the mother of invention, you know. You get some really cool moments because you've got this much to spend and you've got to achieve this. So that's you, you end up with with some of the work that Tom Savini pulled out on a budget. Like, it's just brilliant. Mm. And I think today what hampers them is that, again, the over-reliance on CGI. Yeah, 100%. You point in the direction of CGI because it seems to be that it's not cheap, but it's if you get the right team... You yeah. can get anything, pretty much anything done that you yeah, need. it's effective and it's definitely manageable. Yeah. You just dictate what It's not like they're going, it's going to cost you $50 million to hire us. Yeah, which works works uh, to get some, some bigger scale stuff done. Mm. But it really, like, I, I really hate it when you see a blood, CGI blood spatter, for example. Like, I mean, you can, surely you could get that done mm. and, and have it look better. The CGI is yeah, obviously... Yeah, can't be that hard to find. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they can't be... Oh, are they and that expensive? Those <laughs> practical guys are far better than they were. Oh, yeah. So you'd think that that's, that's easy. That's <clears throat> bread and butter, the squib work. But I guess I, 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 like the, I like the idea of that really grimy look. I think it helps with horror. Yeah. The con of it is today... If you put uh, Evil Dead or a Halloween or a Friday the 13th on the big screen in high def, you, get laughed out of you will room. see the seams all over <laughs> that thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. like because of how, how things were back in the day, you could hide that shit. Yeah. 
things were dark, like the, the screenings were darker and the, the, the quality of the picture wasn't as good. So it didn't look that bad. Mm. Like he kind of went, oh, that was pretty awesome. But then again, you know, after 30 years, you discovered that there was a nipple in Halloween. So that, <laughs> that's a plus. Oh, the magic of Blu-ray. Today's stuff, I'm actually really happy that there is a um, some of these mobs like Blumhouse because without them, I think we'd be... Even though people crap on about the PG thirteen, you know, this is there's a lot of PG thirteen horror, and, yeah. and they've made of quite a few of those. But we're talking about very low budget, something like The Gift. Even mm. though I wouldn't call that a horror film, it's the sort of movie that was made for fuck all. I think it was made for about five million dollars. Yeah, and we were talking about top class actors, not mm. just yeah. You know, there's no one fresh off the boat there. But it's a really effective film, and it made a lot of money. Yeah, and, and they they. They'll run with that stuff. I mean, even I look at something like The Gallows, which I thought was very ordinary, but at least they're going to give us something like that, whereas not a lot of other, this lot of other places are. See, they're also they're also getting theatrical films out yeah. on limited dollars. Well, that, I saw The, I but saw the Gallows. But then Netflix is getting um, straight, like Blumhouse has got a deal with them. I think yeah. they put two or three of their films straight to Netflix. Yeah, I saw The Hush Gallows in the cinema. Yeah. And, like, you just, we, don't, we don't get that stuff here in the cinemas. So... Blumhouse is like a shining light at the moment because we can pretty much guarantee that, you know, a couple of their movies are going to be in the cinemas every year for us to go and check out. Yeah. I guess the models were different. Like the 80s, that was back in the days of you sold a film to a cinema chain and there was all this, the Friday the 13th was shot off the grid, you know. They used to have to put a fake title so no one was coming around sniffing around. Yeah, going, so no one sniffing the... around going, hang on a minute. These actors have rights. They were doing things off the books. Yeah. Now it's not quite like that. I think the model is still a bit similar for Blumhouse, which is limited money, no stars. Just turn it over. Turn over plenty of mm-hmm. films. Like they've got a massive canon. But I think they I think what they do when I when I Look at what they produce now. Is they come up with an idea, and they they've got a well formed idea. They don't push into gimmick territory, but it's it's getting there. Something like Hush. I mean, it's when I watched the film, I couldn't say that the whole film was the gimmick of the the girl being deaf. But you can tell that that's what it started with. Like yeah. it revolved around oh, here, here's what the deaf girl being deaf, and the girl deaf. Yeah. yeah, and they but they they Brilliant. flesh it out, and it's a pretty well formed idea, and they do that. It is creepy as fuck, though, that whole premise. That actually yeah. really makes sense. And they yeah. come up with some really cool scenes, but then they try to put a put a bit of meat on the bones. But you got to do it for five million bucks. You can't just, you know. Um, well, is The Witch, you, you were talking about The Witch before. Is that one of theirs? No, no, no it was a standalone. No. The guy that made that, basically, it was very similar to what the guys did with uh, The Evil Dead. He, it was a passion project for him. He made a short film. Because no one would pick up his shit. He made a short film and basically showed a bunch of people that. And that turned some heads and got him in the door with the witch. And then he basically made it. It's a, it's, its own thing, that one. It, it's really... Um, I'm it's assuming really, it's made on a reasonably... Oh, yeah, it's not much. Of- and there's only a few actor, actors in there where you would um, recognize them. There's a lot of people actually in there from the Game of Thrones stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot of bit British and Scottish and Irish actors and stuff like that. But yeah, the guy that made that basically just he just worked his knuckles to the bone to get that movie made, and now he's just acclaimed. Basically, yeah, yeah. got some really good cred off it. Um, I actually listened to an interview with him on a different pod as well, and um, he sounds like a fucking good bloke. Actually, he just I think he's going to make some cool stuff because he did some stuff in that movie, and it's it's just one of those ones. 
you know, there's not a great deal of graphic violence or anything like that, but there's there is a bit of you know, there's it's just mostly just really unsettling shit, mm, mm. just some really creepy stuff going on, and just done really well. And that's, and that's all you of, need to do. You that's don't need kind of to have where Blumhouse goes. Yeah, they they find an idea that they can wring something out of quite cheaply like that. They did, because uh, they did Lights Out too, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. They picked up Lights Out, oh, and that was just a a, a James Wan's involved. In yeah, it? yeah, yeah, James. I can't, I'm pretty sure they had something to do with it. I can't remember, but regardless, that was another one that was produced fairly cheaply because they had an idea. They took that three minute short that had some really cool visuals, and they stretched it out. Look, on the, on I'm the not going to lie, I may have slightly pooed my yeah, pants. Yeah, I did a little bit. When, they, <laughs> when he, she turns the light on and there's this bloody thing. Oh. Well, that's what yeah, the point is. Like, right. well, it's cheap, it's, guys. What can we do yeah, for cheap? It's a bit of a turn the lights right off, it's yeah, cheap. Because yeah. like, I think it topped 100 mil. Yeah. And it was made for... But I, I, The trailer for that scared that fucking yeah, shit out of me. It was really short, bad. What's this? I... I Pooped a little bit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just a nugget, just a Um The other thing too is looking at people, filmmakers like James Wan and a few of these other people who've got floating around now in horror, they're almost a little bit of the throwback to the Sam Raimi's and the oh, Wes Cravens and all that sort yeah. of stuff. They were probably brought up on those films when they were young. There's a craft to it. And also, but it's also... Ring every dollar out. Yeah. Everything you can get on the screen, yeah. you get on the screen. You don't, and this is why I, I think Evil Dead resonates with me is these guys put 375K on screen. Every yeah. dollar they put on there because they, they loved what they were doing and they just, they had a good crack. And I see, I see that with people like James Wan. Like Conjuring, great movie, cost 15 million bucks, made 300 plus. Yeah. Um, the sequel was only budgeted at thirty mil, so yeah. they 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 still didn't go overboard. Yeah. Like you look at Hollywood blockbusters. Well, fuck, Batman Superman made a billion dollars, cost two hundred mil. Next one's four hundred mil. Yeah, well, yeah. you look at that one. They they needed needed to make seven hundred for that one to break yeah. even. And that's yeah. that's that's where it's I think. Bit, I mean, it's a little bit different because in the Conjuring, you don't have to have a freaking Batman. Yeah, <laughs> true. That thing's costing you a few hundred. But you look at. I mean, but, I yeah, guess I look at mobs like Marvel, and I think eventually you're going to price yourself so far. Out of, you just, you're in the stratosphere. You'll be $500 million budgets and you won't be able to break even no matter what you do. The money doesn't equate to the scares. I think that's what these guys understand, that they're they're, they're not, you don't say, shit, we've got to get a jump scare. How can we do that for $5 million? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, some of the scariest movies, like, in history had almost nothing that you said. Like, Jaws is a classic, and for 90% of the movie, you don't see anything. It's just... The way that the movie's shot, making yeah. you feel uneasy, making you realise something's not right, that sort of stuff. If, you, if you're if you talented at, at shooting certain things, you can fucking get away with... You could make a movie for no money. Yeah, yeah. And it'd be I think that's where James Wan is. He's definitely in that. In yeah, that he's category. fucking got that yeah. shit for sort of. But you look at something like The Conjuring, with $15 million, you're looking at probably triple or more than, say, a Blumhouse one. But then you're also getting... You're not getting, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis... But Patrick Wilson is a solid actor. Yeah. He's a good actor who's going to give you a good performance. So they they target people who less, are going to... Uh, less of a pain in the ass than Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not reached up in houses and fucking cobbling shoes. He's definitely not months. method as fuck. So <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like Vera Farmiga's the other, the, the other actress, yeah. good actress and, and good actors... For cheap, though. Yeah. You know you're not going to have to pay these people Tony Stark dollars or anything <laughs> like that. So I guess I, I, I like that. I And I remember you saying it to me one time, Jared, that, you know, rather than 
we were talking about Australian horror flicks, and you were saying, well, what, rather than give someone $10 million to make one movie, why not give a million dollars to 10 different young up-and-comers? Yeah, and see if one of them sticks. Mm. And you got 10 films, and maybe yeah. two to three of them are really good. Yeah. yeah. In a way, I think that's what Blumhouse does. Yeah. I mean, they're taking, they're taking a budget of a, of a big Hollywood movie and making 10 movies every year with it or something. Yeah. You know, they take $100 million, and with that, by their budget, almost budget and marketing on some of them, they're making probably 15 movies a year. Yeah. You know, because they're, they're making some of them for five mil, some of them they're chucking out at two or three mil, but they know that people are going to see this, and if we keep it at this level... They'll mostly break even, and if, they, yeah. if one of them sticks, they'll fucking make bank. Yeah, they exactly, make, they exactly. They all the time. So they make the money out of most of them, but then occasionally you get these little ones like the paranormal activities that just explode. Yeah. And that's that's just... It's well, if dominating. You have, if you have a look at the lists of uh, movies where they've made you know the highest percentage compared to their budget, mm. 99% of them are horror movies. Yeah. You've got Blair Witch, you've got uh, Paranormal Activity... All those movies are right at the top of the list for that reason because you can just yeah. churn shit out and if you get a good one, it gets a good word of mouth and, and whatever else and gets a bit of momentum, you yeah. can fucking do all sorts of things. And yeah. it's it's part of the reason why things like the slasher movie survived in the eighties. Yeah. Because anyone any 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 script or movie with a, a masked killer with a knife Girl with boobs out. Yeah, yeah. We'll take it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was funny. And, then, yeah, and people are running around with their scripts going, I've got this thing, you know, it's a drama, I think it's sort of Oscar worthy. Nah. We've, only got, we've only got a few hundred thousand. How about a horror movie? Yeah. Yep, sounds good. What happens if we take out the Oscar worthy stuff and put in a masked killer? <laughs> sounds pretty <laughs> good to me. And that's that was the old model was you had to sell that film once you'd made it to a studio. Like but, you had to get yeah. a studio interested. Yeah. So Friday the 13th, so they were called negative pickup, which means you you just paid for picking them up and then distributing them, and then you made some profit on that. Yeah, this is different now, but I kind of I still like that idea. I feel like now because you're able to make whatever you wanted. Like <clears throat> Evil Dead doesn't get released in that form if a studio is involved. Yeah, the studio know. goes, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. What are you guys doing?" I feel like it'd be more. Bruce likely. Campbell's going. <laughs> Look, I've been beaten up for days. It's more likely to get across the line now, even though I think because the way things are set up now with all your different streaming services, all the studios that are still trying to do shit, yeah. if you get something that's got a bit of like a bit of momentum behind it, they're kind of bidding against each other to get in the door first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing too now is if you're persistent enough, you can make it yourself. Like Raimi and that did, and you can you've got a finished product. Well, that's what the witch is. That's exactly what he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. just fucking punted it out there. Plus, plus, there's 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 options to put this shit on YouTube or whatever. Like you can still get the product seen. Yeah, even just do a limited release, do a film festival, get some word of mouth, and then all of a sudden go, hey studios. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested. Everyone loves it. Babadook springs to mind. It follows again. They they. These are movies that hit the festival circuits, and then suddenly they're everyone's interested. Yeah, mm. um, it follows is a great example because it's. I was so um, surprised by how good that was. Yeah, yeah. And I the, thought it was the, just going to be classic teen horror bullshit, and yeah. it's fucking good. And the idea is super effective. That just occasionally you get these shots, and you're like, "Oh, there's someone walking towards us. Is that it? Yeah, is that the one." I oh, know that's just someone walking yeah. to class or something, and then yeah. suddenly it'll pop out behind yeah, them. It's so dude in the nude or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's simple like, and so effective is because they had this. Okay, so we know this is what it is, but then everyone walks. So now we've got these shots with all these extras walking around. Then you 
you just sort of unnerved. The, the creepiest shot in that whole movie is when she's sitting in the classroom and you can just see it's sort of looking past her in profile. Yeah. And you is that the grandma walking Just the, the old lady walking across yeah. the, the school oval just straight towards the window and yeah. I'm like, fuck, that's <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it's not doing anything, just yeah, walking. Yeah, just and I'm walking. like, oh yeah. my, like, that is so well done. I mean, yeah. and that's the, I mean, that's not a special effect. That's just yeah. a it's cheap, just an old lady walking across. Wow, an old lady, yeah. <laughs> seen that before? But yep. it's about wringing the tension out of the old lady. The <laughs> product. <laughs> Get away from um, me. <laughs> but things like yeah, you know, mobs like Netflix, who are making their own content. I mean, they've been, they, they, they've, they've already been in the horror movie market. Ridiculous. Six springs to mind. Oh, it's horrible. Here's, you know I mean? Here's a question for you: Why are they giving Adam Sandler twenty million dollars when they could be giving? Eli Roth, $20 million and saying, give us give us five movies. Give us the Eli Roth sort of, yeah. you know. Bring, give us a package old, of Eli Roth. Bring thing. back the old uh, the old horror host, the kind of Elvira type yeah, intro yeah. or something and, and whack five horror movies on there. I reckon you, you might me, be onto something, yeah. Netflix. And you'll be, you'll be spending it's got to be nowhere better than near as much. Oh, I think you'll find we'll actually the see, uh, we'll actually see a, an uptick on streaming services of things like um, anthology horror and stuff yeah. like that. Because again, you can pay fucking peanuts, and Netflix don't care about. It's not about money. It's about subscribers and people watching it. And all yeah. If if Fuller House is the biggest thing that they've <laughs> oh, ever had, fuck. how did that get made? Then, but you yeah. know, that makes me mad. Though. It's 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 a good point because Netflix has got those markets covered, and they think, okay, we've got the Adam Sandler market <laughs> covered now. We've got that cornered. Was well, there a market? <laughs> now, where else can we get subscribers? Someone might put their hand up at a meeting and say, give me $10 million and I'll get you every person that's reading Shock Till You Drop today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. I'll, I'll tell them there's a Netflix thing, bang, there's your subscribers. If they're not already on there, they're, mm. they're getting it because, you know. They've just horribly. got far more market to target demographics with streaming services yeah. because what you're doing is you're saying, well, okay, we're going to give Sandler $20 million a movie, right, but we're also going to, Make a few slocky horror flicks. We're going to make a couple of dramas. You know, like there was that one that came on with Paul Rudd that just got released, Fundamentals mm. of Caring or whatever, mm. Netflix original. They're spending limited dollars on that. Well, they're not spending hundreds of millions of dollars on that kind of stuff. No, there's not much special effects in that one, I think. So they're able... <laughs> they're able... It doesn't shrink. They're, <laughs> a, they're able to capture market no, share and get subscribers that way. Yeah. So it's a really smart concept. I don't they know whether know a lot of the others have done that. They also, the, the, the advantage they've got too is they're immediately getting all the info on what you're watching. They just, every day you've, they're just getting all that data on, yeah, this, Who's this person's watching what? this, yeah, yeah. this. They might watch this. Fuck, if they were on my YouTube channel, we'd have a Thunder in Paradise remake <laughs> as we speak. Well, they definitely had a spike in viewership on that. Multiple <laughs> blokes watched the first one four times for some reason. Hulk Hogan has never had so much viewing in the last Dylan couple thinks of it's years. amazing. He sings the theme song, walk around the house. My life's over. Dear Lord. <laughs> All right, well, look. What you, before you wrap it up, yeah. Halloween and Blumhouse. I'm really, really super excited. I think it's yeah. the it's the best step. It's a forward step for Halloween franchise. Yep. That they have not gone anywhere near since what? Probably um, H2O, which mm. was when they that was kind of you know trying to get John Carpenter back involved and Jamie yep. Lee Curtis and all that. And they and I think that was reasonably successful. Yeah. But other than that, they have just basically been firing blanks. <laughs> Didn't it also have Josh Hartnett in it? Yeah, he yeah. was in it. Oh. 
unfortunately not killed. <laughs> um, but ladies love they have <laughs> not they have not come anywhere near it, and that includes the Rob Zombie stuff in years. And this is the first good bit of news about a Halloween sequel. Yeah, I think it. I mean, it's because they me, will it's the perfect perfect combo. They will. It'll be a love story. Take the dollars. Yeah. Keep it tight. They yeah. won't go over budget. They they know exactly what people will want. Yeah. And it won't be. Oh, let's just whip together some script. Let's go outside the box a bit. No, they will stay right where Halloween should be. Yeah, and I think, I mean, it's a perfect partnership because Halloween, like we said, it's one of those ones that's an industry. They want a product for a certain amount of money and they want to make lots of profit off that. Yeah. And Blumhouse is, I mean, they're just experts at it at the moment. So you're taking a well-known property, you're taking Blumhouse who can squeeze every dollar out of it you know, they might bump it up for this one. They might, you know, because it's a known property, we yeah. might get a 10 or $12 million budget. And with knowing what they can do with two or three. Yeah, fuck knows what they'll do that. In a way, in a way to just to sort of finalise the whole discussion, Platinum Dunes have actually done something kind of similar. Mm. They have done a similar route. Minus Their budgets quality. are a little higher. <laughs> the quality's maybe not as good. But I've said this before on the podcast, love those remakes or hate them, and I hate several of them. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we wouldn't have these movies out there if it no. wasn't for these guys. So it, we it, wouldn't it, have them. If they weren't there, we wouldn't have seen another Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, and I think the difference is, I think there's, yeah, there's a, I think Blumhouse is going for a standard. Yeah. They've sort of set a mark of what they're known for, and I don't think they want they'll want to sort of let that down. Whereas I think Platinum Dunes were just like. Fuck, we've got the we've got the name. That's all we need. Mm. So let's give it to a bloke that's directed music videos or whatever. And it hasn't it hasn't been overly successful. No, um, but you're right. We wouldn't have had the movies otherwise. So, so you got to give them some credit for that. Yeah. All right, that's our Evil Dead discussion wrapped up. If you want to contact us, send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook, Thrill Me Podcast Australia or at Potomatic at thrillme.potomatic.com. Next episode, it won't be Thunder in Paradise 2. Good. We'll have to have a bit Let's of discussion. Let's do a good movie. Uh, and, and get Take back to you. But uh, until then, keep watching movies. Thanks, for everyone, for listening, and uh, take it easy. Cheers. Find the podcast at Potomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.